0: Welcome to the Home Loan NBA, the show that demystifies the home financing process for all, whether you are buying your first home or are a seasoned investor. This is for you. I am your host, Ivan Aragon. This podcast is for informational and illustrative purposes only. It is not an offer or solicitation for a mortgage loan or any other service. It is not legal or financial advice. Even though the host is a licensed mortgage loan originator. Welcome to the Home Loan MBA, where we demystify the home loan process. Super excited today for today's episode. We have a special guests. We have Natalie Wang, uh, a fellow University of Michigan graduate from the class of 2016. We didn't overlap, but I know she's all go blue. But it's exciting. She does. Uh, she works in real estate in California, and so. We get to talk to her a little bit about her experience and how the market is. So you get uh, something different today. And Natalie, welcome to the show.
1: Thanks, Ivan. Glad to be here.
0: Tell us a little bit uh, about yourself. How you ended up getting into real estate? Everyone has a different story how they ended up in our industry, and let us know about you.
1: Sure. So, um, real estate is something that I've always been interested in ever since I was really young. My mom bought her first house in San Francisco when I was three years old. And, um, you know, just growing up in San Francisco, I've been able to see the real estate market skyrocket. And it's just been so fascinating to watch it and just being someone who was born and raised in the city, um, as opposed to being a transplant, which most people are these days. um, It's been crazy to see the city grow. And I think through that, and with me growing up and watching the market grow, it's just been a really cool experience. And so um, I got my real estate license shortly after graduating from college. So I've had it for a while now. Recently, um, I sold a condo that we lived in and then bought the current house that we lived in. We uh, just moved to Southern California three months ago, and I started getting like a lot more interested in this field. And I think also, I've also naturally really enjoyed sales. And so I feel like real estate and sales coming together, it's like very natural to pursue being an agent. And so after moving to Southern California, learning and doing a ton of research about Orange County and LA, I felt like it was a good time for me to just jump in and see what I could do by pursuing this industry full time.
0: So you've seen uh, two of the bigger markets, California, right? The Bay and uh, you know Southern California. Uh you know how how do you feel that uh your prior career prepared you for for working in, in this hot market right now specifically?
1: Yeah, I think my previous careers in um consulting and tech it teaches you a lot about um honestly just like general professionalism, like what it takes to get the job done and to get deals done. I feel like sometimes in the real estate industry, um, there are people that come in from all different backgrounds, right? And so when you're working with different, you know, buyers or sellers or agents, um, they really appreciate it. But by working with someone who has a background, like I've been, I've worked in like big tech companies, big consulting companies. So having that experience in, um, You know, like being really responsive, like all those like really general business qualities that you look for when you work with someone. Um, I think that those are all skills that I developed while working in tech and consulting for so many years, and bringing that into the real estate um, industry, I've had a lot of clients tell me like, "Oh, it's so different working with you because I feel like you know you're just super on top of it, and you have the skills to close the deals and to do what it takes." And so um, I think I think any kind of background that you have in business, all of that comes together. And when you're doing work for customers and working with customers and in sales, um, all of those general business skills really come together and help you um, you know, deliver the best that you can for your clients.
0: And I know as uh, many of our listeners, especially our first-time homebuyers, are, are listening to this or going like, well, that's duh, right? Like you, you need to have those skills. But unfortunately to our first-time homebuyers, hopefully, even even to some of our second and third and fourth and fifth time homebuyers, that is not the norm a lot of times in our industry, unfortunately. And so there, there's a lot of uh, lack of communication or lack of responsiveness uh, between all the parties that make a transaction go through. Right. Uh, so, th- so that is something that I appreciate in looking for my partners and the, and the people I work with uh, and something that I pride myself as well. And But it's But it seems so simple, right? (laughs) But it's it's not the norm.
1: Yeah. So just to give you an example, clients that I'm working with right now, they're you know trying really hard to find a home in Orange County. And I'm working with all these listing agents because these clients are wanting to look at properties almost every single day. Right. And so I'm so shocked when I reach out to a listing agent, either calling them or texting them or emailing them and just not hearing back at all. And I see that this home has been on the market for over 30 days. And I'm just completely shocked because when I don't hear back, I just Just think, do you want to sell this house or not? (laughs) Like, are you, you know, (laughs) you're not even responding to your customers. And so, that to me is, you know, if there are, if you have listeners out there that are trying to list their house and sell their house, like, that's one quality you really want to make sure your agent has is they have to be really good at communication, really good at responsiveness because. Things move so quickly in this market. And if a potential buyer wants to see your home, and let's say they want to see the home today, you should do everything in your power to let that potential buyer see that home today. Because if not, and they move on, and they happen to see another house, and then they decide to put down an offer on that house, then you just lost your opportunity. So everything happens very quickly and you really have to be on it. And that's, you know, I always tell my clients, that's one quality that you really want to make sure you look for in an agent.
0: Exactly. So, you know, as we're talking about these clients that, that you're helping, you, you mentioned right now that the people that are trying hard to get a home, right? Like in Orange County, like going out there and seeing homes. And and that's the experience for a lot of buyers, for almost every buyer right now in most markets right now. What's your recommendation? Let's start with um, a little bit with a softer skill there. What's, what's the emotional recommendation that you would give buyers as they're embarking into possibly buying a first home or moving on for a home?
1: Yeah, well, um, I think just given where we are at this point in time in the market, and I'm sure you know this, Ivan, it is so crazy right now. Like we are at a time where inventory is at an all-time low and demand is at an all-time high because of interest rates, right? And so um, I think for any home buyers who are in the market right now to look at a home just be prepared that it's it's very very competitive right now and what i've been advising all my clients to do is you have to act really fast if there's a home come, that comes up and you like it you have to go see it immediately and if you're really interested put down an offer as soon as you can and so um what i've been advising my clients to do is i use the mls to set up notifications for them but a lot of Clients also prefer using Redfin or Zillow or whatever it may be. And so what they do is you set up notifications according to exactly the criteria that you want and then make sure to set it so that you get notified as soon as the home is listed. And as soon as the home is listed, you want to go and see that home as soon as you possibly can. And the reason why I say this is because a lot of the really nice homes, they are off the market in like by the end of that weekend that they're listed, just things are flying off the shelf. So it's super, super fast. There are even times when there's a house that came on the market. I think it was a Thursday. And then my client wanted to go see it on a Sunday and they already accepted an offer by Saturday. And so I would even say if there's a home that's listed and you really love it, go see it on Friday or Saturday as opposed to Sunday, because that's how quickly things are moving now. Um, so there's so many like little tips like that. You just want to make sure that you're, uh, totally on top of it and that, um, Another thing, too, is as soon as you're interested in something, you want to let your agent know as soon as possible. Because um, another thing that I've been seeing, too, is um, we use this application called showing time to book appointments. And let's say a home is listed on a Thursday. By Friday, Saturday and Sunday, the entire schedule is booked out already and you can't even get an appointment to see the house. So that's another thing, right? As soon as you're interested in something, let your agent know and make sure you get that appointment as soon as possible. Um, so those are just a couple small things I think that will help you get ahead in this very competitive market right now.
0: So you have to be ready to jump on it right away. exactly, and,
1: exactly and
0: and be flexible, right? yeah, uh, and that's one thing I tell my clients it's uh you gotta be flexible. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, there's a of give and take here. you're not gonna get everything you want because you don't have you're not going to the store and sitting there and looking at every little detail.
1: Mm-hmm. it's true
0: to to get what you want.
1: Yeah, one one other thing too that I noticed. Uh, one uh, client that I'm working with, um, when they first approached me, they told me that they're very open to pretty much anywhere in Southern California. So when I first heard that, I was like, "Wow, that is a that's such a broad search, right? How are we even going to find anything?" But surprisingly, because inventory has been so low it hasn't really been that difficult. So you put in all the cities that you're interested in, even if it's eight or 10 cities, you'd be surprised that you're not even really receiving that many notifications of new listings because inventory is so low. So that's another thing I would suggest is let's say your, your heart is really set on one city and you really want to be super narrowly focused in one area. Um, in this market, it doesn't, actually hurt to maybe explore nearby cities or other areas that you're interested in just to check it out. Maybe there is a home there that you might be interested in and don't be worried about um, broadening your search too much simply because inventory is so low right now. So it is a time when it's okay to broaden the search a little bit.
0: Yeah. Especially if you're a specific as to what you want, right?
1: Exactly. Uh,
0: you know, if you're not just putting two bedroom or four bedroom in all these cities, well, yeah, you're going to be seeing a ton of things. But if you're mm-hmm. specific as to uh, the things that you want in your home, you're going to be able to to not be overwhelmed, right?
1: Exactly. Uh,
0: you know, what do you recommend? Right, there's a lot of people right now that that went to work from home, right, because of COVID, and their situations now have changed where maybe they're they're not going to back going back to the office for a long time. Uh, So now they're considering one or two things. And let's start with one of those, which is upsizing, right? They want more space and they're getting into this market. What do you recommend for those people that are trying to upsize? What are the things that they should be looking out for?
1: I think that's a really great point and super valid in today's time. Um, I think that one thing you want to look out for is just making sure um, Mm – You have a good understanding of what the requirements are for what you're looking for. So let's say, um, you know, let's say it's a family, mom and dad, maybe they both need their own offices. Maybe it's not realistic to share. So I know I happen to come across clients that were in this situation before. They said, okay, we want to upgrade, we want an additional bedroom in our home. But what they didn't think about was, Um, it just wasn't feasible for them to use their own bedroom as an office and just have one additional office, right? Some people are looking for homes that have two additional offices because that's what works for them. Let's say there's like a baby or a child sleeping in the bedroom makes it really difficult. So I think just being very clear on what are you looking for and making sure that you, you pursue homes that really fit requirement, right? So if realistically both parents are working from home, let's say even after COVID, their companies are saying you get to work from home like four days a week, which is, you know, a lot of companies are doing now. um, It might make sense to make sure that you have an adequate office for each parent. And then something else that um, I've been hearing a lot of too is larger backyards. So because of COVID and um, for those families that do have children, um, it's getting harder, right, to go outside to go to a park. There's sometimes lots of people in parks. Even when people are going for walks now, it's like getting really crowded. People aren't wearing masks, so people are starting to get really concerned. Um, one thing that is in really high demand are homes with bigger backyards, and so that's something that you want to pay attention to. I think that. Um, the trend is you know, a lot, a lot more demand towards single family homes and homes that have those sizable backyards where the kids can just go back there and play um, versus condos and town homes that don't have um, a backyard. Let's say they only have a small patio. A lot of times that doesn't work for people. And so that's what one thing I would advise is try to think longer term. Let's say if you have babies right now, those babies are going to be toddlers in a couple of years. Children, um, start thinking ahead on what are your needs in the next five to 10 years and just making sure that the home fits those requirements as well so that you're not trying to look for another home in like two years, right? And then having to go through all of this again.
0: And how about the opposite now? Let's look at the people that are trying to downsize, right? You're, maybe you're, you're close to retirement. You're an empty nester by now. You have a lot of room. Obviously, the market, just by what we talked about, is going to be very favorable for you. Right, and Mm -hmm. selling your property. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Um, What things should they be looking for as they're looking to downsize?
1: Yeah, Um, I think one thing to look out for is, and I'm sure a lot of um, the, you know, like people as they start hitting retirement age think about this is um, making sure you're in a single story unit, Um, whether it's a condo or a home, um, making sure that you don't have stairs in the home, as like, you know, my brother in law is a firefighter and he says, Um, older people falling down the stairs is actually the number one calls that firefighters get. And so um, just making sure that you have a home that will meet your needs as you head into retirement. And then um, another thing to consider now is when we look at condos um a lot of the times if you live on a higher floor let's say it's a 10th floor or something like that you will need access to an elevator and because of covid a lot of people are now getting concerned about you know having to share an elevator especially if you're older and you're higher risk right so a lot of these things you have to think about if you're thinking about downsizing um you know, definitely look into single story because of the conveniences that that comes with. And then also, if you're looking to downsize into something like a condo, make sure that um, it's accessible for you and that any potential public spaces that you might not be comfortable with, um, you take that into consideration before your purchase.
0: And that's a great point, right? As you're going to be spending money on this association fee, and you may not even be using some of the amenities because... Uh, of of concerns that you may have, exactly. As, as you're looking at these uh, different property types, what are some general pitfalls that you see uh, people ma- in making decisions as to what they're looking for in a home? What what are like general things that apply to everybody there?
1: Yeah. So. I think one big thing that people should think about are attached and detached properties. So condos and townhomes can be attached to the units, you know, above, below, next door, side, either side. Um, And so this is one thing to be um, really aware of. And sometimes you don't Let's say you're doing a showing and it's during the day. And so the family above, below, or to the sides aren't home. And so you can't really hear what's really going on. So that's one thing to um, really take into consideration. I think the sides aren't as a big deal as top and bottom. Um, I've had friends who uh, recently moved into a rental as they're waiting for their new construction home to be ready and they were in a rental and I think the unit was either upstairs or downstairs and it was so loud where the, and you're working from home all day. Right. So it's like waking you up early in the morning, you can't go to sleep at night. So these are things that are really, really disruptive. So that's one thing you want to consider, um, making sure, you know, if you are okay with noise that you take that into consideration, if you're not, then maybe you want to be at a top unit or a corner unit or something like that. And then, um, with side noise, um, in a previous condo that I lived in, it was a new construction condo. And so they already use like really good materials. And they, even though the condos were physically attached, they built spacing between the walls to make sure the noise didn't carry. But it still does carry. And so these are all things, right, when you're home shopping, um, agents will probably tell you like, you may not hear a lot of noise or there isn't noise, but that's something that you really have to watch out for because it's, it's almost impossible to eliminate all noise if you're in an attached unit. Um, so make sure you look out for that and then try to visit the home at different times of the day so you could pay attention to um, what's really going on, you know, like inside the unit and outside the unit and in the neighborhood.
0: And, and one thing for all of our listeners to remember is that you do have an inspection period. Even though we talked about like you have to make an offer quick, you have an inspection period to be able to get out of this contract for the most part. So that's when you have the ability to to have the time to go look at a home at different times during the day. So if you made an offer, right, like on a Friday, you could still go on Saturday, Sunday, and you could go on Monday. If you, let's say your offer was accepted, right? You can go on Monday night to see kind of how the neighborhood is. Well, I mean, this is, has been like super informational and and super helpful to uh, all of our listeners here. Uh, I I know that it's as we embark in this, and you know, we get we get calls all the time. I get calls that, you know, well, what about this? What about this in the home? And it's really important that you everybody here that's listening that you get a uh, and in an contract uh, with a licensed agent and somebody that's not just licensed because licensing, uh, even though it is something that you have to go through, it doesn't qualify you for everything in real estate. Uh, You need somebody that's uh, like Natalie, that is really, uh, that communicates, is responsive, but that also knows the nuances that we just spoke about. Uh, Those nuances, as as you could tell right now, make a difference. And they make a difference in your livelihood. And this is going to be where you're going to be living for a while, regardless whether you're starting a family or you're downsizing, as we discussed. Well, I, you know, one of the things I, I like to ask my guests is in, in your point, Natalie, w- what do you recommend for those that are uh, maybe in your situation like they were when you finished undergrad that were like, maybe should I dip my toes in real estate or not? What do you recommend to those people?
1: It's definitely a good space to be in. If someone is interested in um, getting their license, I think it's a great thing to have because um, as you... As you, you know, like after undergrad and you get older and you decide to buy your new home, you decide to, you know, in your life, you're probably going to buy and sell a few times. It's really nice to be able to be your own agent and to represent yourself and to know exactly what's going on. And it's really it's really fun, too. I think um, having the experience like when I sold. My condo last year, uh, just going through the whole cycle yourself, um, there's a lot of things you don't think about, right? How you have to market the property, um, working with potential buyers, potential sellers, so many different personalities. I feel like I learned so much in that process. And if I had an agent to take care of all of that for me, I wouldn't really have um, developed the skills that you really need to have a successful transaction. So, for anyone who's interested in doing it, I highly recommend it.
0: Awesome. Well, all our friends, if you need someone in Southern California to help you out, uh, Natalie is more than willing to to help you out uh, in, in listing your home or helping you find a home. Mm-hmm. Uh, and obviously my contact information is on our page and Natalie's contact will be there. So uh, if you want to reach out, uh, feel free to reach out. Well, Natalie, thank you so much for being on our show today and and being our special guest. And uh, hopefully we could keep this conversation going at a future time.
1: Absolutely. Thanks,
0: Ivan. The opinions given here are of the respective host and guest. They are general in nature and do not constitute specific advice. The host, Ivan Aragon, is an employee of P1 Home Loans NMLS 1857499, which has a mortgage broker license in Arizona of 1002194 and a California Finance Lenders Law License of 60DBO 117389. The host, Live in Aragon, is a licensed loan originator in the state of Arizona with NMLS ID 1468842 and the originator license of 1003203. And additionally, has his California DBO and MLO license number CA-DBO1468842.